This is the TJ Show. Jaybo. What's up, TJ? You ever get to a place in life where you feel like, wow, things are going really well and like I'm in a good mood most of the time and I'm yeah. feeling good. Yeah, you feel like you're on top of the world. And then it's so frustrating when we realize we've fallen short yet again. No. And I had one of those moments yesterday. My wife Jess and I, we both just had wild, busy days and... She was at a dance class with our daughters. They're all taking dance class. Nice. And she goes, hey, I'm not going to have time to make dinner tonight. Can you order something? I go, yeah, absolutely. And so I give her a call and I say, hey, what do you want? And she goes, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out right now. Call me back. So, okay. Give her 20 minutes. I call her back. Hey, Jess, what do you want? Well, where do you want to go? Well, I don't know. We've we've got all the same options that we always do. <laughs> Whatever one you want. You know, but I said, okay, well, what about this place? Nah, I don't like that place. Yep. Okay, well, what about this place? Yeah, I don't know if I want that. I said, well, then you pick whatever you would like. And what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I go, okay, well, here's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go here because I realize I have to make the decision. Right. And I'm starting to bubble up a little bit of irritation because mm-hmm. I can't give you two options. You don't want either one and then you don't have another option. <laughs> So I'm going to pick a third option, the wild card. And I go, okay, here's the menu. So I send the menu and she's looking over it and she goes, um, I think I want broccoli and I think I want, no, no, you know what? Let me get that. And I'm like, Jess, can you just text me what you want? And it was a little rude. I was a little rude. And you so, know this is a common thing in like relationships, right? Yeah, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's the same place. We go here all the time, and you're going to order the, the same, same thing. exact thing you always order. Just tell me what you want. Do you want that? Yeah, but I don't know. So uh, a few moments later, I get a text. I order it all through the app. I pick up the food, and all is well in the world. And I'm disappointed in myself because I lose my patience a little bit, and I should know better <sighs> not to lose my patience Mm -hmm. because this kind of thing just happens. Now, is there a reason why people can't decide? I don't know. I don't know the science of it. But when I saw my wife later, I did a quick interview with her. Can you do me a... Can you turn that off for a second? It's off. Can you match this sound? I don't hear anything. Um. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Okay, thank you. What are you doing? What is this? I just needed those. Weird. So I walked away, and (laughs) I now want to present to you a question. Hey, Jess, what would you like for dinner tonight? Um, 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 I don't know. Um, 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 I don't know. Can't figure out what we want for dinner. Hey, listen. <laughs> if life gives you ums, make a song with it. You know what I'm saying? So now my plan is, and I don't know if this is in a better place, but <laughs> the next time we have to figure out a dinner order, I have that on my phone. I'm just going to send it to her. <laughs> and say, don't give me one of these again. Yes, oh, producer man. Heather. You know what's better than being a little impatient with your spouse? Writing a passive-aggressive song <laughs> about them. That's better, yeah. She, she did it. I mean, she made the sound. I'm just standing by. TJ, when you get home, boy. <laughs> Seems like every other day, there are these headlines floating around, almost like a pinball machine, related to Elon Musk. 
He's an interesting character. Yes. Whether or not you like the guy or not, he's got his hands in a whole lot of different industries and... I mean, he's sending rockets into outer space and doing mm-hmm. things with NASA that have never been done before. He's been such a huge part of electric vehicles and the success that's happened there. Right. And he's a very polarizing figure. And so I don't know how to feel. I'm reading the book about him by Walter Isaacson, and it's such a fascinating read. And I didn't know this, but Elon had something to do with open AI. You know, ChatGPT, the software we can ask questions. and mm-hmm. it, Okay. Gives us an artificial intelligence answer back. Right. So I thought, well, if he was a part of that original crew, he was like one of the original board members, if I asked ChatGPT how he is as a person, maybe I'll get an answer that, because he's a little, you know, the computer's a little closer to Elon than I am. They're practically friends at this point. And so that's what I did. I typed into ChatGPT, how is Elon? Is he a nice guy? (laughs) Elon Musk's personality and lickability can be subjective. No, likability. Lickability. It's not not perfect. He probably kills ice cream cones. Yeah. (laughs) Elon Musk's personality and lickability can be subjective and vary depending on individual perspectives. Now, keep in mind, this is a computer generating this answer. While some people admire his innovative mindset and contributions to technology... Others may find his leadership style and public statements controversial. By the way, in this book that I'm reading, one of the most interesting stories that I've ever heard in my life, they shared this moment where Elon was talking to one of the employees that was working for him, rips this guy apart. A year later, the biographer interviews the guy who got ripped apart to see how his life is doing. And I was like, whoa, what an interesting (laughs) idea this is. So I guess, yeah, his leadership style could be controversial. It's important to note that public figures like Elon Musk can have a complex image shaped by various factors. Keep in mind that perceptions of whether someone is nice or fun to hang out with can differ based on personal preferences and values. As a machine learning model, I don't have personal opinions. It's important to consider multiple perspectives and sources of information when forming your own opinion about public figures like Elon Musk. Oh, it's so the right answer for the robot takeover. Like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess we could trust this robot. Yeah, you shouldn't have an opinion. Cool. So after I got that very political answer that wasn't really saying much, I said, you're boring, ChatGPT. Very boring. I apologize if my previous response seemed dull or uninteresting. <laughs> Does, doesn't get offended, just responds to it. My goal is to provide information and responses that are informative and unbiased. I appreciate the feedback. Your input is valuable in improving the conversation. <laughs> See, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, how no. do you not like the chat That's GPT? the thing. It's, it's part of the plan. He yeah. wants you to like him and trust him and be okay yeah. with him, and then he'll take over. Well, it's working. I keep typing things into him, and I keep wanting to hear what he has to say. So then I asked it, are you just saying this because you're afraid of what Elon can do to you? And then it had a response for that. Elon Musk doesn't have the capability to shut me off. I'm hosted on servers operated by OpenAI. OpenAI. Oh, wait, who's OpenAI? Oppenheimer. He's going to learn his maker. <laughs> what he is. So uh, that sounded a little bit like a threat there at the end, but we'll just leave that where it is. And now we don't know anything more about what we were asking. Yeah, but not at all. Interesting to listen along. Somewhat of a resolution to an extremely heartbreaking story that's coming out of Wichita, Kansas couple thieves who stole a statue of Jackie Robinson and it disappeared. It was caught on camera getting loaded into a pickup truck. 
And apparently, it's been found. It was burned and in pieces inside of a trash can. The Wichita police chief, Joe Sullivan, was quoted saying, It's really disheartening to see the remnants of the statue, the disgraceful way it's been disrespected. We will be arresting several people for what they've done to our community. And it belonged to a Wichita Youth Baseball League. The league director said, We know we're going to incorporate a brand new statue that looks exactly like the old one. And we're already working on that. There's a GoFundMe page that's been started. And it, my heart just feels broken when I read a story like this. And, you know, I was trying to think, like, well, what do you say about this? And I had a few thoughts that come to mind. And I want to address anyone who may be racist. So if you're a racist person or you've got some feelings inside your heart that maybe you don't share with people, but you think, I just have a few thoughts that I want to share today. So first of all, there's a book that I love on this subject of racism, and it's called The Third Option by an author named Miles McPherson. It's a life changer. It is just such a great book. It's one of the best that I've read on the subject, and I recommend it to anyone who's willing to take the time to read it. The other thing I want to recommend, just from my own personal experience, the most peace that I've felt has been being inside of a church that is multicultural. Mm -hmm. And I I think you've probably experienced this too. I imagine whatever your faith may be, whether it aligns with mine or not, being in a place where a bunch of people from all different backgrounds, all different places around the globe coming together with all of this joy. Yeah. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. And it does something that is so extraordinary just to the atmosphere. It's something amazing. And I would encourage you to just find a place like that where you've got a bunch of people in community doing life together. And you tell me if you don't feel peace. There's something magnificent about right. it. And the third thing I want to say is if you feel racist feelings or you feel like uh, you don't know how else – to be, right? Because maybe you're around that your whole life and it's just the way life is. And there's something deep down inside of you that's probably like, yeah, this this probably isn't right. I want to tell you a story about a friend of mine. He is a black man. He married a white woman. But when he first met her family, the family did not like him. Mm. And he was telling my wife, Jess, and me about this story And we said, well, what are you going to do? That sounds like that's really tough. How are you going to handle that? This couple, they're in love. And I mean, what a horrifying thought. You go to the family and and they don't like you. They reject you because of the color of your skin. And he said, oh, I'm just going to keep loving them. Yeah. That's tough. I'm just going to keep loving them. I'm just going to keep going over there and I'm just going to show them love. Well, wouldn't you know it? Fast forward a bunch of months. He asked her dad for his blessing to marry her. And he says, yes, joyfully. And they are now married, they have kids, and the family just loves this guy. So I I share that story to say, no matter where someone's heart is, it's changeable. Yeah. This is the TJ Show. This is the TJ Show. Yesterday at this time, I was playing you a voicemail that I received from a friend of mine who happened to catch one of the videos we posted on our social media. And he noticed something about my hair, because we've known each other for a lot of years. Right. This is just a clip of what he said. Your hair follicles aren't as abundant and maybe thick and dense as they once were. Well, thanks, Jeffrey. (laughs) And he went on to say, hey, you know, you should really try this thing that I've tried called red light therapy. 
And I'm like, well, maybe I'm not interested in it and I'm just okay with the human experience. I'm okay that I'm losing my hair. I'm not even 40 yet, but it's fine. I'm okay with it. I really am at peace. You're, you're in a good place. Good for you. And I get home and I was not expecting this, but my wife just said, hey, uh, Charlie, that's my daughter. She's nine years old. Right. She feels very passionate. She happened to catch that segment on the oh, radio. Oh, boy. And she has some stuff she wants to tell you. So I go, oh, well, I better get my microphone for mm-hmm. this one. Apparently she cares. Hey, Charlie. Hey, Dada. Mama said you had a question for me? Yep. Okay, what is it? Can you get red light therapy? <laughs> Why are you asking me that? I want your hair to grow back. Why? Or you can get the, that special gel on your head where it makes your hair grow very, very, very long. I don't know what gel she knows about. Rogan? Clearly she's been having this conversation <laughs> elsewhere. Why? Because I don't want your hair to fall out. I'd rather you have this big red hat on than having um, than having a bald head. Now, we saw Jeffrey wearing this hat yesterday. It was a big, glowy hat that he had on his head. It looks ridiculous. To me, it looks more weird than the fact that I'm just naturally losing my hair. Well, that's how the red light therapy works. Yeah. I, she wants me to wear a big, glowy hat. You just wear it in the house? You don't have to go outside yeah. to the store? But what if I just wear a normal hat if it bothers you so much? Nah, because I can see your hair when the hat when you're wearing a hat. Can I ask you a question? What? How does it affect your life? Because most of my f- friends' dads are bald. Wouldn't that be great if I just match your friends' dads? No. Do you know that I've just been embracing? Can you put a wig on? What? Can you put a wig on right now? I think you're going to survive it. Do you buy red light therapy? Thank you for your feedback. Yeah, she's uh, getting ready to save up in her piggy bank to oh, yeah. buy me one of those hats. It's like, I'm okay. And, you know, I didn't expect her to, to take it that way. I didn't realize it was so important to her that I have hair. Come Father's Day, that's what you're getting. No, I don't yep. want it, guys. I'm fine. I'm the only one who seems to be fine. Red light therapy. Do you remember when your wife cut her hair to have bangs and how Charlie reacted to that? Yes, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just me. My, my wife, who just had a, you know, a part in the middle haircut for a lot of years, one yeah. day decided to kick it old school the way she used to have it with bangs. And Charlie was really upset. She cried. She cried. <laughs> yes. I guess she cares. She, she cares she's about used hair. to the way we look and wants us to stay that way. Well, mm-hmm. she's got some news coming. <laughs> if we survive this planet for a little longer, it's going to start looking a lot different. Yep. Well, it was funny. Charlie didn't like Jess's haircut because it made her look too young, and she doesn't like your hair because you look too old. <laughs> yeah, she's never happy. <laughs> I was thinking eventually I'm just going to shave it off and keep a beard. You may not do that. My hair, my choice. My dad and my choice. Okay, I don't think it works like that. Trust me, it does. Oh, my God. So this is what I'm dealing with at home. Oh, that girl. (laughs) When I get home, it's an interrogation about when am I getting the big glowy hat and putting it on my head. Well, I'm okay, and I will continue to share with her. I'm at peace. People without hair are cool. They're actually some of the coolest people I know. Continue to be at peace. But if you're not at peace with uh, not having hair, red light therapy apparently works according to Jeffrey. There you go. Jabo, thank you for that. This story made me smile so big. And I'm just so impressed. Someone's creativity can really unlock doors that were closed at one point. Just a really cool idea opened up this incredible door for Kristen Juszczyk. Now, you may recognize that name. Kyle Juszczyk is an 11-year NFL veteran. And his wife has been making these really interesting-looking jackets. 
she started cutting up his old jerseys and turning them into these really beautiful fashion pieces. And you may be seeing these pop up on social media, particularly with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I guess she sent one over to Taylor Swift, and it seems like she puts these in a little box and writes a personal note to the wives and And, says, here, this is for you. Yeah, and Brittany Mahomes, which is the wife of uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, she's made this custom apparel by cutting up these jerseys. She's cut up old football shirts, even old footballs, and turned it into these cool pieces that we're seeing all over the place. Uh, Taylor Lautner was wearing one, Simone Biles. And now the NFL has just granted her and agreed to a licensing deal. And it's so cool. This was just a fun idea that she was doing. And there's a lot behind this. It's not like she was just slopping this together. No, they're beautiful pieces of art. Her husband was being interviewed by a reporter after a game, and he said it's pure joy to see her get Mm. that recognition. She's been grinding for years now. She's been working so hard. So happy to see her get her stuff out there. Everyone is seeing it uh, for people to recognize it was hers. Adding that some of those jackets, she probably put 20 hours alone into on a single jacket just because she was so passionate. Kyle said at times he'd wake up at three or four in the morning and she's still working on these fashion pieces. She's a fashion designer. She really has been grinding and I'm happy to see it pay off for so many reasons. I love this story. First of all, I love that he is so supportive of his wife's work and is just celebrating with her. I love that all of her hard work is being rewarded. I mean, to get a licensing deal from the NFL is pretty incredible. She's got the freedom now to use those logos. It's awesome. You know what I also love? That she could have easily said, oh, you do football. I do fashion. We can't, we have nothing in common in that way when it comes to our hobbies. Mm -hmm. But she did it. She took something that she really enjoyed something that her husband really enjoys and he does for a living and made it one which is impressive yeah haven't you found that when you're in alignment with your husband and i've found this when i'm in alignment with my wife when we agree on something there is something extraordinary Bro, it feels that like you happens. hit a home run right it's like yes this is amazing <laughs> when when we are either i don't know helping a friend Together, it's better than when we're just doing it alone. When we're aligned with, you know, how we're raising our kids, it's better than us just doing it one way or the other. You just go down the list and and that unity is so powerful. It's awesome. So I smiled very big when I saw this uh, story and I'm just so happy for her. So congratulations to Kristen. And I hope I could see this totally changing football apparel. These pieces mm-hmm. are so cool. Yes. I mean, I want a puffy jacket. It's really, really the, nice. In the shape of my favorite player. <laughs> Come on. But it's it's quality work. You can tell that she's pouring her passion into it. Right. And why wouldn't these things take the world of apparel by storm? Yeah. I mean, they're really cool. You would wear them, right? Oh, I would totally wear one. But I do think it's funny that it took Taylor Swift wearing one of her uh, jackets for her to get this licensing deal when Simone Biles has been wearing one, when Brittany Mahomes has been wearing one, when her husband plays in the NFL. Well, it's Tay-Tay. It's Tay-Tay. Right. J-Bo, I have a question for you. Okay. What's up, TJ? The question is, today, day backwards, celebrating you are. Today, day backwards, celebrating you are... Are you celebrating Backwards Day today? Yes, but I had to ask you backwards because it is a holiday today. Yeah, that's how I had to figure it out. That's that's wild. Well? I didn't know it was a holiday. No, I didn't know. I asked you a question. Well, I didn't know. You didn't know today was Backwards Day? No. Oh, I just found out today too. <laughs> You're but, giving me a hard time. But since I know, I'm celebrating. 
Well, congratulations on your celebration. What are you doing to celebrate? Nothing. Oh, okay. Well, producer Kenny hit the streets, tapped some random people on the shoulder. It's backwards day. Mm-hmm. And... I want to celebrate, but I have no idea how to celebrate Backwards Day. Do you have any recommendation? Do something forward. Something forward on Backwards Day? Mm-hmm. Huh. Now, did you catch that? Mm-hmm. He something said, do something forward. I think this is going someplace real deep. Give yeah. it a second. That's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, man. Do something, do something that's normal. Huh. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate your time. You have have a good one, pal. Is he saying... That because the world is often backwards, on backwards day, we should be moving forward. Yeah. Whoa. Like, be polite. I'm tripping. And people will think it's weird. Right. Because people are usually not polite. In a lot of spaces, J-Bo. Yeah, that's pretty... You don't expect that depth when you go tap a stranger on the shoulder, but this is why we encourage you to tap strangers on the shoulder and spark a conversation. I'm feeling inspired now. Now, you don't know what you might get. Now, if we could just... Invert that so that uh, we're nice and normal most of the days. Most of the days, yeah. And then maybe we celebrate one weird day. Isn't there a book about that? Where everything turns upside down one day and everyone like... The Purge? Is that what it is? (laughs) Yeah, it's a horror movie. Oh, right, right. There's no laws for one day. Yeah. So you'd rather have that be on one day than all the time. Wouldn't that be a more peaceful... So you're advocating for the purge. No, I don't want the purge. No, no, no. I'm advocating for that. I'm saying like every day feels like... But there's a lot of great in every day too. It's a backwards day and I want to celebrate but I have no idea how. Do you have any recommendations? How would one celebrate backwards day? I would walk backwards as a squirrel all the way down Market Street. Seems like a good idea. So he's telling you to go into traffic and walk backwards down Hmm. the road. Now, you're wearing a squirrel costume while you're doing these interviews. Any reason why? No. You just decided that was your clothes for the day? It was the rotation of the laundry, you know? Makes sense as to why the guy was like, I will walk backwards. As a squirrel. As a squirrel. Because I'm like, why a squirrel? (laughs) Okay. Not a dog, but a squirrel. Okay. Why do you prefer wearing animal costumes just as your clothes? Which I'm not saying is a bad idea. Actually, I do like where you're going with it, but what's your reason? I don't know if there is a good reason, TJ. It just feels right. I kind of miss footy pajamas where you're in a full pajama outfit, like you a one piece. You can still buy those as an adult. You know that, right? I know, but we generally don't. Oh, it's so great. I think that's in the same category as can you dress up as an animal for a day. It's kind of fun. I tell you, it does help when you go out on the street to do these interviews. I mean, Catches people, people's attention. Yeah, oh, they, that makes they, sense. They most likely walk past me. They, <laughs> they want to talk to you, right? Yeah. Well, they're like, hmm, I got a question for this guy. Okay, yeah. I'll answer one of your questions if you answer seven of mine. Well, that's a great question. If you were out on the street and somebody approached you, Jabo, one who's not wearing a squirrel costume and somebody who was, wouldn't you be more inclined to talk to the person in the squirrel costume? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I would want to talk to them. No, that's good. Kenny, great plan. Thanks. This is the TJ Show. Happy Backwards Day to you. Celebrate it by, well, just being normal today, and you'll fit right in. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? Have you guys ever wondered why insects seem to be attracted to bright lights? Of course, who hasn't? I just assumed they were dumb. You might be closer than you think, J-Bo. There was this new study that tried to answer this question. The Associated Press is reporting on this study out of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. It suggests that rather than insects being attracted to bright lights, that the artificial lights at night may be scrambling flying insects' navigational systems. 
This causes them to flutter in confusion around porch lamp, street lights, and other artificial mm. lights. So they're just confused bugs. Yeah, well... Oh, now I feel bad for calling them dumb. <laughs> so insects are used to light, letting them know which way is up. Mm. You know, think about sunlight or moonlight. So when there's an artificial light, what they try to do is tilt their back toward that light. Uh, the study was interesting. They actually... Attach these tiny sensors to moths and dragonflies in a laboratory. Oh, I'm sure the moths and the dragonflies love that. <laughs> it's like, dude, get off of me. I just want to be a bug. And they also use high-resolution cameras to film insects swirling around in a field site in Costa Rica. For millions of years, the scientists said insects oriented themselves by sensing light in the sky and that the ground was dark until people started inventing artificial lights. Uh, so pretty much we, we jacked them up. Yes, it's all our fault. I don't know. I'm I'm grateful for the light trick. Yeah, I want to I want to share this with you. If you've ever got a hornet or a I don't know a bee or something in your house and you're freaking out, turn all the lights off, and they will go to the window, mm-hmm. and then boom, you can do what you want to do with them. Now, if it's a bee, I ask, please let it live. If it's a hornet, you do whatever you want. Right. Get it out of the house. Open the window. Smash mm-hmm. it. You know. Yeah. You. Everybody handles bugs differently. I try to get them out of the house. There are some hornets that help our environment. Some of them are invasive. Those they have to go. Mm-hmm. You I, don't know which one it is, so uh, <laughs> do what you want. <laughs> I made that mistake one time. I was outside. I was chopping some wood, and my daughter was out there with me. And a hornet landed on the chopping block. And I said, "All right, I'm going to kill this thing." And my daughter screamed, "No, no, let it live!" I'm like, "I don't know, but it's an invasive species." As I was trying to tell her this, this thing gets up and stings me in the arm ah. and then I ran away screaming your daughter and, I, and the hornet were tag teaming and my daughter goes there's three more on your back I'm like oh my goodness taking my shirt off uh, and it was called I'm his itchy. buddies oh, cause no, I'm like, like scratching myself see you hesitate in war so it happens <laughs> Kenny what else do you have the Detroit Lions have just had their best season in over 30 years even with the disappointing loss in the NFC championship game and it's hard to argue that there may be no bigger Lions fan than Detroit's own Eminem. Mm. Earlier this week, it was rumored that the Lions offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, was being considered for the head coaching vacancies for the Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. When Eminem heard this, he said that he would record a diss track against Ben Johnson. Oh. Come well, on, Eminem. Yesterday, we learned that Ben Johnson is indeed staying with the Lions, at least for next year. Ooh, he didn't want to get made fun of. <laughs> Maybe that's what <laughs> motivated him. And, of course, that forced Eminem to retract his threat to release this diss track. He said on X, formerly Twitter, guess I should stop recording this diss track, <laughs> LOL. <laughs> ben Johnson, thank you for staying. We can't oh, break this goodness. team up, especially since I'm on it. <laughs> He thinks he's on the team. <laughs> Coach Campbell, we love you, bro. Let's run it back next year. I'm ready. I promise you, I will get us to the Super Bowl. Wow, look I at that. Will get us to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Gotta love that passion. You know, he grew up watching the Detroit Lions, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. And now, look, he knows the team. Super fun. Kenny, what else you have? On Monday, the Sesame Street character Elmo posted on X saying, Elmo is just checking in. How is everyone doing? This is the first time that no. he's had an account? No, no, he's got an account. Big Bird's got an account. Ernie, Bert, they they all have accounts. And there's an official Sesame Street account. The content of what he's posting is the story here. Because I don't think Elmo realized that people would respond so honestly. And many users replied saying they weren't doing so great. Many of them said they were feeling 
grief or despair. One user wrote, every morning, I can't wait to go back to sleep. Every Monday, I can't wait for Friday. Even <laughs> actress Rachel Ziegler, known for her role in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story and most recently the new Hunger Games movie, said she was resisting the urge to tell Elmo that I'm kind of sad too. Hmm. Now, Aww. last night, Elmo posted again saying, wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it's important to ask a friend how they're doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you. Hashtag emotional well-being. And this seems to have inspired a lot of people. Unfortunately, I breached Sesame Street's trust. None of them trust me anymore. Really? Because I interviewed Miss Piggy one time, and I asked her a question about bacon. And I thought she'd find it funny. (laughs) That's foul. This really happened. This was on my radio show years ago. And... Very offended. And since then, none of the Sesame Street characters mm-hmm. have ever talked to me. Yeah, they shouldn't. That was wrong of you. Yes, camera guy Josh. Miss Piggy's not on Sesame Street. She's a Muppet. Isn't she a cousin of Sesame Street? What? Same, same, but different. <laughs> same she's family, a cousin right? because no. she's a Muppet. Well, well the, word gets around families. They're <laughs> creations of Jim Henson. Kermit the Frog, for instance, is on Sesame Street and the Muppets, where Miss Piggy's only on the Muppets. Well, I don't know why they're not calling me back. I mean, just assumed it was that. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. You yeah. know, when Elmo saw those responses after his tweet went out, he must have thought, I'm never coming back to X. There's no way. It's too much. Well, the cookie monster chimed in. Me oh. here to talk it out whenever you want. Me will also supply cookies. Ernie uh, chimed in. I'm here if you ever need a shoulder to lean on. I'll make us both a warm cup of tea. And Sesame Street, the official account, shared a link to mental health mm-hmm. resources on its account as well. Great. We've got robots planning to take over the world. World seems to be crashing and burning. And I thought this was nice. A no, nice but it's cool that uh, ask your friends how they're doing. I'm glad mm-hmm. the Cookie Monster's talking to Elmo publicly. <laughs> Kenny, what else do you have? Something washed up on shore in Newfoundland, Canada, and it appears to be an old shipwreck, possibly from the 1800s. I love when the ocean just gets tired of hanging on to something and just throws it back to yeah. us. And it literally wonder, throws it up. It's it, like, I don't want it anymore here. It's so interesting and mysterious, and I wonder what's in it. They find any treasure, or is it just the boat? Not yet. So a representative from the Shipwreck Preservation Society examined video where he guessed that it's likely from the 1800. Wow. But they plan to visit this shipwreck to learn more. They said if it's oak or beechwood or a hardwood species like that, it'll tell us that it wasn't made here in Newfoundland and probably was made in Europe or somewhere else and that there are databases of shipwrecks that they can search to find out if there was a recorded shipwreck around that particular area. They say the shipwreck was likely buried for over a century before wow. storms unearthed it Man, and it's likely that this so cool. year's winter storms that they've been experiencing in Newfoundland gave the ship the final push towards the shore. It's amazing. I'm curious to hear more about it. Yeah. So fun. They're well, gonna the ship keep... finally made it to land. Yeah, they're going to keep on looking at this for sure. Kenny, what else do you have? Years ago, General Motors discontinued the Chevy Volt and other hybrid vehicles that it had available, but it appears they've changed their mind on that. The CEO of GM announced that they're going to start offering vehicles like the Chevy Volt and other hybrids that can be full-on plug-in hybrids that can run on gas or in all-electric mode. Hey, the electric cars won't go away. They're just trying to figure it all out. Yeah. So I guess the more minds we have thinking about it, the more refining that happens. Hopefully it benefits the consumer at some point. Yeah, well, they're saying that these full-on electric cars weren't selling very well. So they do have the goals of going to all electric vehicles by 2035, but these hybrid models are offering these hybrid models again will act as a stepping stone to that point. Kenny, what else is happening? 
Elon Musk may soon no longer be the richest person in the world. Why? Well, a Delaware judge voided his $55 billion pay package yesterday, according to Business Insider. However, Tesla can't appeal this decision. $55 billion? How, how does that... Then does this have something to do... Because I'm, I'm reading the book that Walter Isaacson wrote about Elon, and mm-hmm. from what I remember... The the Tesla situation was really tough, and he took no salary, and then he had to hit like crazy bonuses to make some money. But yeah. so was this the money that he was going to make? You're right. So he doesn't take a salary from Tesla. His pay package centers around a bunch of stock options, and it's tied to how well the company performs. The compensation plan was put in place in 2018. The company argued that the high pay was necessary to keep Elon's focus on Tesla. However, a Tesla shareholder sued Elon over the pay plan right after it was put in place. He argued that it was beyond the bounds of reasonable judgment and accused Musk of having undue influence over the decision. So the judge issued his ruling yesterday, more than a year after hearing that trial. It's still unclear how things will be implemented, but Musk is reportedly worth $205 billion, not counting this $55 billion (laughs) uh, drop. Uh, So he would drop down to $154 billion in net value. (laughs) I feel so bad for him. That would knock him down to like third or fourth place. I would comment on the difference, but I I can't even (laughs) understand (laughs) it. You know, it's like, what do you... What do you get if you've got the extra $55 billion? I, I don't know. Oh. I guess, well, I guess building the rocket ships, right? Those are very expensive. Does sure. that open the door to create new technology to eventually get to Mars? I mean, I think Elon wants to start colonizing Mars. Yeah, yeah, he's made that clear. Now, Elon himself hasn't responded uh, to the request for comment from Business Insider, but he did post on X saying, quote, never incorporate your company in the state of Delaware. Can I borrow $20? Uh, for me? <laughs> That's what I'm working on right now. <laughs> 